This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Christmas, everyone. Yes. Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show, episode six of season two. My name is Eric Peterson. I'm here with my very good buddy, Danny Jordan. Hola. We're joined by Chris Sisley, our producer, live from Brooklyn, New York. Coming in hot. And we have, we should just jump right into Let's what's get happening. Into this it. is a special, special day. Yes. Right now, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at them. I should be looking at it. We have set up all these nice cameras, but I'm only looking at your laptop, Danny, because we have special guests which are members of our Patreon crew, yes. the Christmas Countdown crew, who are watching this recording today, this live recording. So the pressure is on. What are you thinking? I mean, when you did the Merry Christmas and I was looking at this you know, screen Zoom room full of people just to see the smiles on their faces, I got chills. I got chills. It was it was like grease. I, I felt like I felt like Danny Zuko, and I was like, I got chills. They're multiplying, and I'm losing control for Christmas. Hello, is that, is that your parents? That's my parents. Who your parents are, are my here. parents are, are yeah. watching. Yeah. Hello. I love it. Wait, you have to mute though, mom and dad. You <laughs> you get to watch. You don't get to be on the podcast yet. Just watch. What? <laughs> That's amazing. Mute, dad. Mute. But this we've got a we've got a whole screen full of our Patreon supporters. A smorgasbord. A if smorgasbord. You will. A cornucopia. Absolutely. I was going to think of another word, but I don't. Those are the two best. Those ones. are the two best ones. I, we don't need to go any further than that. Any word that has like a minimum of like four or five syllables in it, uh, I'm right. all about it. Yeah. I think your parents are still unmuted. Dad, <laughs> you got to mute. It's the, it's the little button. I, think, no, no, I, can, I can hear you. I think I can auto mute them. Hold on. I'm going to go mute. Wait, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> See, he knew the whole time. You knew you were unmuted. He was just waiting. Oh, this is why I love my dad, though. My dad is the king of the quips from the back, the back row. Like, <laughs> my dad is the best person to be with at like a party or at a mall and go right. people watching. And my dad has the best quips from the back row. Quips from the back row. I feel like that could be a podcast in and of itself. Yeah, that'd be Tom. A good one. Tom Peterson hosts. Yeah, Go to anchor.com. Yeah, you could anchor.fm. You can download right? become a start your own podcast. podcaster today. But this is so cool. You know, one of the perks of being a supporter of Christmas Countdown on Patreon is that you get to be a part of this massively merry group on Facebook, but you also get invited to very cool experiences like this where you get to watch. As Eric and Danny stumble their way through uh, recording a Christmas podcast, and we are so grateful that these people are here today. So if you want to join us for a recording session in the future, all you got to do is scroll down in the episode uh, notes, click on that link that says support on Patreon. You can also just go to Patreon and look up Christmas sure. Countdown Show, uh, become a supporter, and you'll get to hang out with all of these people and us as well. And we're just going to surround you with massive amounts of Christmas spirit. And I, I got to tell you, folks, today's list is a great list. So good. It's a very good list. It's a music list, which you know we love. We love to do these music lists. It's true. And as always, it's incredibly hard to get down oh to a top goodness. five. Don't even get me started. So with that being said, if you are a member of the Patreon group, of the Christmas Countdown crew, you will get our selections of 10 through 6, yes. which are also 
so good. Choice. Frankly, it, it's it's sad for me and bothersome that we don't get to do all ten on this list. But that time does not allow it. I feel so like if, if you want to hear way. it, if I if I had my way, I would do top thirty nine. I was gonna say tracks. top fifty Christmas songs. Actually, the whole season would just be counting fifty just 100%. down to one. Yes. Nothing but songs. It's very hard to do this. So if you want to hear some great selections, make sure you join the Patreon. Please do. And, you know, while you're joining our Patreon, come follow us on social media. We are at Christmas Countdown Show on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, or TT, as we called it on the last episode. Uh, you can also follow us at Xmas Pod on Twitter. We like to interact with you all there, post tons of fun content. We got polls going. We got quizzes going. It's uh, it's one of the most gigantically jolly places you will ever find. It's great. Yeah. It's great. I love it. 176,000 people seem to think it's pretty cool Ooh. so that's a lot of people do you know how many people that is a lot think about this i believe that university of michigan's big house holds something like a hundred thousand people yes i think it's around there that's a ton of people that's that stadium plus, plus like another, another half football filled. stadium yeah. filled yeah. with people that's nuts. I just love that so many people love Christmas. Me too. And not it's only encouraging. That, it's I, hopeful. It is encouraging. I mean, like you go on to these posts that are on our Instagram page, you know, because a lot of the content is, you know, funny bits of Eric and myself, sure. you know, from the show. But we like to, you know, curate content and feature, you know, these incredible places from around the world that just, you know, like that I didn't know of that emoke feeling or you just are watching the snowfall, you know, in the middle of the forest that like really helps you to calm, recenter yourself and think about the holiday season. And the fact that like so many people not only like found this page, but decided like, I want to engage want more yeah. and that they comment and they just fill it with like, I love Christmas or the, they'll tag other people in. I just, it makes me smile. I still think maybe my favorite comment that we ever got, it was a review that came in. Okay. It was from the first season. I can't remember what the the kid's name was, but he was like, I'm in fourth grade. My parents say that I can't celebrate Christmas yes. until it's yes. officially Christmas time, like December. And he's like, but I love Christmas. And so I listen to your podcast on, under the, the covers, the covers yeah. and <laughs> quietly because I'm like secretly enjoying the lead up to Christmas. I, I still think about that particular comment all the time. And I was like, that's awesome. That was one of the first reviews we ever yeah. received on Apple. I know it was like early, early days. Yeah, very early. And it was like, my parents say that the holiday season can't start until such and such yeah. date. And we were we were, we joked about how we just imagined this person like huddled under their blankets, little flashlight, and they're like, "Are you listening to a Christmas podcast?" No, mom, I swear I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Brilliant. I never thought that we would be the, those those people <laughs> yeah, that like the special. Thing. You'd be worried about your child listening to our show. Yeah. Like, usually, it's like punk music, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Not a Christmas podcast. Metal, yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, we are the death metal of Christmas podcasts. <laughs> of Christmas podcasts, sure, are, yeah, sure. For sure. Um, I'm so thrilled. I just keep looking at these, you know, times when we record this show. And, and I was going to bring this up right before we started recording was, I feel like this has got to be maybe like your sweet spot, Eric, as someone who's been on sitcoms. Sure. And knows like that feel of like doing the show for no audience. Right. Yeah. When you're like in rehearsals or like camera blocking or whatever, yeah, yeah. as compared to like that Thursday night show. Yeah. yeah. When you like feel the hundreds of people out there and you can hear them like walla walla and and like the crowd warmers like, who's excited to be here? And who can juggle? Yeah. Who could juggle? And like nobody can, but they all try and yeah. fail. But like to have this audience here, like, great. I know it makes me want to elevate great. my game. I, yeah, I mean, you know? I feel like anytime someone's watching you, you do hopefully, hopefully better. That's the pressure true. is on, 
but but we're we're so happy that you're here. Yes, we are. We are, and uh, we've got a great show uh, today. As Eric said, <laughs> I when you said it's a great countdown today, I'm waiting for the day where you say this is just an okay countdown. This countdown is. Eh. We ran out of we ideas. We got to fill the season, and... you know. Yeah, this is not our best, but yeah, those ones are coming. No, all of them are great. Are. There is so much great stuff about Christmas to count down sure. that maybe when we're in like season four or five, we'll be like, okay, this folks, this is, we're we're scraping the bottom of the Top barrel. Top five here. trash bags uh, <laughs> right. to buy hold the most bows. to put all of your trash in. No, you yeah. got to save the bows. Save the bows. Save, save the, the bows. Save the cheerleader. Hashtag save, save the, the bows. Anyway, we've got a great show today. I did want to get into. I know we shared a couple of listener reviews um, on our last episode. We do have a couple more Let's that have come it. in that I think we should just dive headfirst right into, as it were. This next one is coming to us uh, from Nickel Bay Nick. I kind of like that. Nickelby or Nickel Bay? Nickel Bay. Maybe it's like, like he's our bay. Nicholas Nickel Bay. Uh, so the title of this review is Christmas, Christmas tree, ah! exclamation points. Well, there was no ah. It's sure. just a lot of exclamation yeah, yeah, points. Yeah. Uh, so it says, I love Christmas. I listen to Christmas music all year. I'm the Christmas obsessed person in the family. P.S. Stay Christmassy. I love that. I that's mean, great. This person is obsessed. I like when they get the bullet points in and just stay Christmassy. Got I like that. You. That's a good thing. Like, if we ever get so famous with this podcast that we have to sign autographs, we can sign stay Christmassy. Ooh. Because you know how, like, the celebrities have to have, like, a phrase that they'll put yeah. with their signature. Stay totally. Christmas-y. When I sign Capable's books, I always write the same thing. What do you I say? Different is super. Love that. And I always underline super. Love that. Exactly the same every single time. Yeah. Or if it's someone who's like, you know, personal, I say, thank you for your super support. Sure. Always. Don't sign anything else. Anyway, next review. All over right. to Eric. Here we go. This is from DF Valora, DF Valora 63. Okay. I don't really know what that could possibly mean, but DF Valora 63 gave us five golden stars and uh, the title is just Christmas. We can read this whole one, which is great. (laughs) Uh, And they said, first of all, I need to let you know that I absolutely love this podcast. I've only listened up to episode six, but I have really enjoyed it. I am definitely one of those people who absolutely love Christmas 365 days a year, but I am a little surprised with the songs, your top 10 songs for Christmas that Johnny Mathis was not on the list. My mom used to listen to Johnny Mathis all the time at Christmas when I was young. I knew it was Christmas time when we were hearing Johnny Mathis Christmas songs. There was no Elvis Presley Christmas and George Michael when he was with Wham. And when you were talking about food, I would have to say my favorite above all is stuffing. Hope you guys have a great, great Christmas season coming up. I truly enjoy it. This is the kind of engagement that we like. Yeah. We really like to see when people disagree with us. Totally. Because that's what the sort of fun of this show is, is the conversation. Yep of the show and agreeing or disagreeing about what is the most important parts of Christmas and, totally. and the top 10 list. So we thank you very much for that review. I totally thought it was going to be one star. As, as you were yeah. like reading through, like, first was, of all, all the complaints. I like this show, but let me give you seven reasons that I've got an issue <laughs> right. with, with these what lists. What, it was five? Five stars? But I will say, if that person had joined our Patreon... Uh, oh, wait, didn't I? I had Elvis. You had Elvis. Oh, they haven't caught up to this. I think season. they were listening to season oh, one. Well, six. let me tell you, friend, DF Valora, 63. Valora sixty three. When you no. get to season two, which hopefully is soon, yes, you know you're going to discover that Elvis Presley, in fact, 
Got does, some love. does make a list. And yeah. maybe he'll make an appearance on today's episode. Very possible. Hmm. Very possible. Hmm. Did we tell everybody what our theme is for today? I don't know if we did, but we'll say it again if we didn't say it. The list today is the top five Christmas songs that we've recently fallen in love with. So these are songs that uh, we've not been listening to for years and yep. years. We love those songs, all the nostalgia of those types of songs. But today's list is going to be all songs that maybe new releases or maybe old songs that we've recently discovered. Uh, but these are the new jams that we are bopping to these days. The new Yeet Bop Bangers. That's right. That's that's what we should call this episode. Yes. Yeet Bop Bangers. The new Yeet Bop Bangers. I like that. Speaking of music, though, yes. I have to tell you a quick thing before we move on. I went to the most wonderful show on Sunday night with okay. my wife, Lisa. We went to, there's a company called Fever that does, and they're all around the country, so it's not just in Southern California. Okay. Um, if you look up, I'm, I'm guessing it's fever.com, uh, they do concert promotion and stuff like that. They have this series in Southern California at the Hotel Roosevelt, which is a beautiful oh, old place. school yeah. kind of old Hollywood vibe hotel um, where they do this candlelight sessions candlelight series okay and what they do is they have one of these big huge halls and they put like thousands of candles they're fake candles but thousands of fake candles all around the whole room okay and then they do like just fun music so we went uh on sunday because it was an evening celebrating frank sinatra and nat king cole oh my god so lisa and i were very excited obviously huge fans of sinatra and nat king cole and we go but we really didn't know what to expect Okay. I didn't know if it was going to be just a jazz band playing, if it was going to be a singer, was it going to feel kind of like loungy and just, you know, silly. Yep. But it was going to be fun regardless. There was a guy that came out to sing. His name is Richard Shelton. Oh. S-H-E-L-T-O-N. So he comes out and he sings Fly Me to the Moon or something right off the bat. Right. So good. I am, as you know, and you are as well, obsessed with Frank Sinatra. This guy... He's about in his mid-50s, got silver hair, blue eyes, came out in a great tux. Okay. And he's with a jazz quartet and just had all of the nuances of Frank Sinatra. Oof. All the, not only when he sing, he would do the thing where Frank would like kind of put his ear to his shoulder as he was like feeling the beat. Yeah. He like would hold the notes. He looked just like him. And you were like, wow, this guy, but it didn't feel like an impression. That's the mm. thing that was so great about it. It didn't feel like... I'm playing Frank Sinatra, and now I'm going to talk like this. But it was so close, mm. but still himself. It was spectacular. And so once he started talking, he was British. He's, what? he's a British man. And he said, my name is Richard Shelton, and I <laughs> played Frank Sinatra in a, quite a few plays and movies. And, and so he's known as like the world's greatest Sinatra interpreter. Uh, Not impressionist, okay. but interpreter. But it was honestly one of the most enjoyable nights of my mm. life. He was spectacular. So if you can see uh, this guy either in Southern California or if you can find him, Richard Shelton, anywhere, so, so amazing. And a great kind of holiday season sort of event to do with a loved one. Do they ever do holiday concerts as Sinatra and Nat King Cole? You would think I don't know, but I would to. love that. That would be we great. We need to find that out. And if not, we should make it happen. We should, You and me. Let's do it. I I, Who's going to be hacking? I, I don't think. Maybe we should do it as <laughs> uh, Sinatra and uh, Dean, Dean Martin. Martin. There, there we go. go. There you know, Eric, uh, speaking of you, there's something I realized the other day as I was thinking about season two of our show is up until 
a few weeks ago when we were gearing up to record, uh, because you were shooting Kevin Kneff himself, you were clean shaven. I was. And if you look at our artwork for our show, you have a just a beautiful bushy, bushy, you know, mustache. like a uh, push broom yeah. mustache. It's yeah. like a walrus. Like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's brilliant. I cannot grow that. And even if I could, I think I would look like a creep. You would look great. I no, I don't. I, you spelled you spelled creep wrong. <laughs> uh, I just I I grew a mustache once when I went on a road trip with my family yeah. back in two thousand five. We went back to Chicago, and I shaved my face except for a mustache. But I was really in like an Abercrombie and Fitch phase at that right. point. So like it was just this this conflict of like. <laughs> The flipped up collar on yeah, the yeah. polo shirt with like the army fatigue ripped shorts sure. and a, mustache. <clears throat> a little mustache. Nothing about it made sense. But I realized that like you've brought the mustache back. It is. It's back. I also realized as I was thinking about your mustache that I Chris missed an opportunity mm. to create a pun mm. in season one. Which was? A Chris mustache. Ooh, a Christmas stash. A Christmas stash. Christmas stash. We should put that on a T-shirt. It it needs to it's be going, like with like a store. mustache, like a like an old school like handlebar-y one. Yes, you could have a Christmas tree with a bunch of mustaches on it. Oh my gosh! You could have Santa with no beard but just a mustache. Oh my god! How there's would that? So look? much you can do. There's a great. There's many opportunities. There's there. We need to create the hashtag. Like you know how there's Christmas you're like no shave November November. Yeah, 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 yeah. There needs to be Christmas stash. Yeah. So if you enjoyed Movember and keeping your mustache for yeah. Movember and you want to keep it into Christmas, into the uh, December, you just need to say hashtag Christmas dash. I love that. Do That's you good. know why they call it Movember? I don't. Because it started in Australia and I guess slang for mustache in Australia is a mo. Really? So they call it Movember. I love that. I only know that because I did Movember once. Once. And I will never do it again. It's so great. If you don't know what we're talking about, uh, it's a thing in November that men will grow a mustache, and it raises awareness and uh, funds for men's health and uh, pancreatic mental I think health it's, uh, and pancreatic cancer stuff. Cancer, I yeah. think. Yeah. And I don't. I won't not do it again. That's a double negative. <laughs> I. How do I want to say this? That is the only way to say it. I won't, I won't not, not do, do this again because I don't want to support that. Sure. sure. It's just because I look creepy with a mustache. Maybe I'll just get a clip on. You're not pro cancer, is if, what you're saying. If they did a no, I am so not. If they did a Movember for like a soul patch, can we call it Soulvember. Oh like, my god! They should allow you to grow whatever facial hair you want to grow. No, no restraints. No. Yeah, exactly. Because some people just can't grow a mustache. Yeah. You know. Speaking of uh, mustaches and good-looking dudes, <laughs> I got something to ask you, Danny. Now. Uh, as we were prepping, a lot of you know, if you're listening, uh, that we're working with Hallmark Channel this year. So yep. we're so excited. And so we've been watching a lot of Hallmark movies. And, you know, the last episode, we tried some of their wine, which was very tasty. Yes. Um, now, I came across an Instagram page that's the hunks of Hallmark. Oh, my Have gosh. you seen this Instagram page? <laughs> I have, yes. It's pretty amazing. There's all the guys from all of your favorite Hallmark Channel movies. Yes. And they say who they are. So if you are a fan, a fan of Hallmark Channel movies and you're like, but who are the gentlemen? I need to know yes. more of them. You need to check out this Hunks of Hallmark Instagram page. It's you pretty, it's you need good. to. Is it just at Hunks of Hallmark? Is, yeah. is that their handle? Yeah. I think when I first saw that page and then furthermore, when we started working with Hallmark Channel going into this season, I was like, maybe that's a new goal of mine. 
to make the hunks to, of to Hallmark. To make the yeah. hunks of Hallmark pitch. That'd be pretty great. It's like if you're a fireman and you're trying to like make the fireman calendar yeah. in New York, you know? Yeah, that's a good goal to yeah, have. That's a goal to have. I think Aspirational. I, I need to start doing P90X again or yes, something. Yes, I don't yes. I don't know if the current dad bod sitch is going to get me on the hunks of, of Hallmark. Maybe, uh, maybe season three. Maybe season I got time. You got time. You got I got time. so much time. That's what we talked about last episode. You got time. You got time. Everybody, you got time. Take a breath. Slow down. So I, I did want to bring something up that uh, is, is really cool. You and I, for those who have sort of followed Eric and my journey, you know that we started this show last holiday season and just the response was incredible i'm sure so many of you were those people and we're grateful um and so many of those people are our patreon family who are watching us right now because we had such a great time doing christmas countdown and doing these countdowns in general we launched another show called parenting countdown we did and one of the things i think we talked about on there was like moments we were looking forward to like in our child's lives yeah and one of those milestones yeah. milestones and one of those was for me like my daughter's first like concert holiday concert yes and emerson who is is my oldest daughter who just turned four uh she just started dance about a month ago and we just found out that her first holiday concert it's coming up. It's going to be a nutcracker. Yes. Uh, and it's coming up uh, in mid-December. And I just am so incredibly excited for her first holiday show. Here's my advice. Yeah. Because here's the trick with when your kids start doing these shows. Every parent wants to get their phones up, right, Ooh. to record it. And I get that. And you should have somebody. I What Lisa and I like to do is kind of go back and forth. Mm. Like one concert... I'll be on phone duty and she can just enjoy it. And then the next concert, she'll be on phone duty and I can just enjoy it. Yeah. So that we get the memory, we get it recorded, but it is hard when like you're just trying to follow it and you end up, because you want to have a good camera angle, yes. you're just looking at your phone the whole time as opposed to like looking up. And then you get those moments where you're, you catch your kid's eye and they're like, hey, mom, hey, dad, you know, and you want to like be able to have those moments. But when your phone's up, it's, it's tricky have a solution okay bring a tripod that's true a lot of are you gonna be that dad that dad <laughs> always the dad who Rocking arrives, who arrives <laughs> like an hour before the thing starts sets up his tripod sets up his camera gets his levels gets everything yeah. set and then at the start of the concert they'll be like everybody you don't need to film Danny Jordan has brought a great camera and will send you the the copy of it. But everybody's like, no, I got to get the zoom in of my kids. So. Yeah. But then you with like the master wide, you got to punch in because the last thing you want is like 100 glowing screens in the okay. foreground of your show. This is the problem of being a producer, you know? Anyway, yes, I will. I will probably be that dad. I mean, look at our setup here. Yes, Eric. we're we, just going to transfer that. <laughs> I'm going to move this whole thing to Emerson's <laughs> recital. Sorry, Eric, we can't record this week. I'm moving the whole studio. I need the gear uh, to to the theater. Um, but you know, we were just talking about these, you know, Patreon supporters who are here and and who have followed us over the last year, and we wanted to do something special for our first invited recording session, yeah. as it were. We wanted to open it up to our fans. The the, the and I feel weird calling it fans, like. They feel, like they feel more like friends. supporters? They feel more like friends. Yeah, friends. Yeah, like our the crew. They are the crew. They're not our crew. They are the crew. And we are all like in this Christmas together. Crew, yeah. yeah, so we wanted to open up the floor. Uh, and by floor, I mean the Zoom chat. Right. To anyone who has a question that they would, you know have been wondering about Eric, myself, this show, uh, the holiday season, our take on something. We want to open it up to you all right now. So, so Chris, who's our producer, is keeping an eye on that chat. Uh, Chris, do we have... Any questions uh, from from our peeps? We have a question. Okay, a question. 
<laughs> we have one question. <laughs> Thank you to Bob. Hey, Bob. Bob asked us, how do you prevent Christmas letdown on December 26th? Ooh. That's a great question. I have an answer. Go for it. All right. So in our last episode or two episodes ago, we talked about like traditions. Yes. Around the world. Uh, and I talked about Dutch Christmas. Yes. Do you remember that? I do. Where in, you know, in the Netherlands, they celebrate Christmas. It's a two-day public holiday. Yes. So maybe establish your own public holiday yeah. where you decide that or like... tradition, yeah. Or tradition, yeah. exactly, in your home where you know that like Christmas Day is going to be gifts, but give yourself something to look forward to on the 26th. Yeah, make that part of the tradition. Rather than, you know, I think we talked about this before where... I think about like Christmas Day sort of being similar to like when you're planning your wedding. Mm-hmm. Like everything about that nine, 12 month, you know, period of time is all leading up to this, this one moment. Day. But so much of it is not about, well, how are we going to be a married couple? Right. You know, so I think, you know, planning ahead, thinking like, well, what can I possibly do on the 26th, 27th, 28th to keep the spirit of the holidays? Yeah. And you, and you sort of are in the, in a way that if you were editing video, you would like slowly fade to black or slowly (laughs) bring out the music, right? As opposed to it feeling like an abrupt stop of like, well, we got Christmas day, we built all the way up to it and now it's over. If you, as Danny was saying, if you have some sort of tradition that on the 26th, we go to a homeless shelter and do a soup kitchen, or we go and always play flag football with our family in the park or whatever it might be. If you set up those traditions early on and then that becomes part of the holiday, but it's not exactly Christmas, you might be able to kind of slowly taper off the tradition so it doesn't feel quite so hard stop at the end of the 25th. I agree. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think it goes back to that conversation we've had about like the spirit of Christmas, finding ways for that to live all year long where it's not like we're just looking forward to this one day. And I know it's hard, you know, like you, you do have that vision in your mind of like, I'm going to get to this day and my sure, kids are going to go walk perfect. out or, you know, we've got this big dinner or whatever it is. And like, that's just life, right? Like yeah. if we have this big event coming up, there is inevitably like the, the backside of the mountain the fall, yeah. as well. But the backside of the mountain doesn't have to be sad. No, it could be a time of like recollection. Yeah, uh, and I think if, celebrated. again, I think if you think of it as a slowly releasing off the mm. gas, as opposed to you know, if you think the twenty sixth is still Christmas time, twenty seventh is a little less, but it's still Christmas time. Twenty eighth, less, and then by New Year's you've sort of like eased it out. Mm. It's like a cool down, a after cool down. A workout. Yes, that's right. After you like know? a Peloton ride, you need your. You got to do the five minute cool down. Listen to Cody Rigsby. You got to do it. You got to hit that five minute cool down ride. Very important. Yes. Uh, That was a great question. Thank you so much, Bob. Chris, do we have any other questions from our friends out there? We have a few more if you want to do a couple more. Yeah. Yeah, Let's do a couple more. This is a quick one, I think. How long have you two been friends? That was from Nikki. Aw. How long have we we known each other? Well, we met in 2016. 17. 17. 2017. Uh, I was doing School of Rock on Broadway, and Danny was producing a podcast called The Broadway Cast for Playbill.com, and I was a guest on that podcast, and we became friends and sort of saw each other. I remember, like, 
I feel like you came to School of Rock like the next night or something. Yeah. And then we like chatted backstage and yeah, because I've I've known John Arthur Green yeah, yeah. since like two thousand nine. He yeah. was in the show. Jag. He, speaking of acronyms, uh, he he was in the show with you, and so uh, my they had given us tickets, I think, sure. because you know we'd had you on yeah, the yeah. show, and um, so you know Jag got us backstage afterwards and saw you, and yeah. then saw Jen Gambatis, who had been on the show, yeah, yeah. Uh, earlier in the season, and then I we were at the same. Like pub in Midtown, I think there was a fight. Yes, uh, it was. Um, it you know what? Which one it was? It was Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. Yes, remember that huge lead up to like Conor McGregor trying boxing? Yes, it was a very big fight. And we were at a, an Irish pub. It it was it's was McHale's, it? McHale's, but oh. not the original McHale's. Okay. For all of you real New Yorkers out there, there was McHale's, the famous McHale's, which is now gone, and there's now a new bar in sort of the same neighborhood called McHale's trying to sort of, I think, sponge off of the, the history of the other bar. I have a funny memory from that night. Tell me. Uh, you were wearing like a cool hat. Probably. Yeah, you were wearing, I don't know, I don't know if it was a, I don't think it was a fedora, it was like some like flat brimmed hat, I yeah. think, I want to say. And you were dressed cool. Like Eric dresses so cool. If you're not following Eric on Instagram, Check out the portly gentleman is my fashion Instagram. Yes, if you're not following it. Get check it out life. the portly gentleman. All right, keep going. But you were dressed really, really cool, and I remember there was this couple who I think was in town from Ireland. Do you remember this? Yes, I do. And remember she kept this. trying to steal your hat. She kept taking my hat over and over and over again. Yes, I and remember that. She was a little she under was, the influence. She was definitely under the influence, and like the first time it happened, I was like, oh, "Okay, I'm fine. Yep, okay." <laughs> and then it happened again. And then I think the third or fourth time I was like, can you leave my hat alone? Yes. Like, I don't know if you have lice or what's going on. <laughs> I totally please, remember. Please leave. Yes, alone. I do remember that uh, very, very clearly. Um, and I was like, I like this guy. Yeah. He speaks up for what he feels. That's right. And, That's right. You know, then Eric moved out here to L.A. back yep. in, what was that, 20... 28... Uh, 2018. 18, yeah. yeah. 2018, yeah. And we got together for lunch and uh, yeah. the rest is history. Yeah. We, yeah. They say. That's... That's the story. That's our of us. story. That's and, and the story of are. us making a Christmas. Party. All right. What's your next question, there, Chris? All right. We have three and a half more. So let's okay. see if we can get three and a half. Three I like a half question. Yeah, me too. Uh, this one's from Michael. He says, "You guys got like 147 ratings on Apple, and are at 4.9. What do you guys have to say for the one guy that gave you one golden <laughs> star? Who's bringing down our average?" You know, I got to respect it. I, I like people that go against the grain a little bit. Yes. Now, hopefully, they maybe they were just trying to keep us humble. Maybe. You maybe know? it was my mom. <laughs> Do you know, like, there was um, Paddington 2, that movie, was yes. the highest ranked movie ever on Rotten Tomatoes. It was, like, the only movie to ever get 100%. And then there was one British uh, newspaper guy, because Rotten Tomatoes is all scores of critics, okay. who was just like, screw this no movie should get 100 <laughs> percent. and so he gave it like one star oh my god on the average for paddington too my thing is like look you know just as we were sharing like i appreciate eric being honest about the hat situation <laughs> i appreciate people's honesty look we're not going to be everybody's you know cup of uh you know christmas tea cocoa yeah. as it were and and i think it, it gives us something to strive for now i will say that we had been 4.9 on spotify for a while and as of i think this morning we're now back up to five stars. Yes. Boom. Love so it. eat it. One star review yeah. on Apple. <laughs> anyway, that's a great question. I like that. Yeah. All right. The next one is from Chandis. 
She asks, how would you want to celebrate a Christmas birthday? I have a Christmas Eve baby and need advice from the experts. Oh, wow. That is a great question. Now, there's a lot of parts to this question. Yeah. There's the celebration aspect of it. Like, when are you going to have a party? Are you going to have a party? There's the presence aspect of it, especially if it's child. You know, my son's birthday is January 22nd, so it's like right after Christmas, which works out nicely for him because it's sort of like anything he didn't get for Christmas – we know just get that for for totally. his birthday. Yep. But if you have the birthday that's like right before Christmas, I've heard that people will be like, "Here's your Christmas and birthday present," mm. and you you get screwed. You got to keep frankly. it separate. You get screwed. Yeah. So maybe the trick is celebrate the half birthday. Oh, that's interesting. Go to June, find the halfway mark, and be like, "This is when our party is going to be for the." You still on on the twenty fourth can say. Happy birthday, you know, little Bobby, and you know we're so happy for yeah. you. And give him a cake, but also give him or her a actual individual celebration half birthday. That's an interesting idea. I didn't think you were going to go half birthday as your suggestion. You know, I, I wish uh, so. Both of my sisters are born in December. One is December seventeenth. One is December nineteenth. And you know, I I always thought it was cool growing up. I was like, man, you're so lucky. You get your birthday and then Christmas, like you're just getting flooded with gifts. But now as you get older, you start to recognize like it's important for a kid to feel like each moment is special. Each moment is special. So, you know, maybe there's a way to like make Christmas Eve like this very special experience for for your child to make it less about the day before Christmas and more about. This like almost like the idea of being like we can't celebrate Christmas until we celebrate your yeah. birthday. Like you are like maybe there's something in it of like them getting to sort of like unlock some metaphorical box. It's as, yeah, or like you know, like in the cartoons when it's like a big switch. Yes. So like the kids it can celebrate his birthday, but then once it's it's done, he can be like, It's Christmas. He turns time. on Christmas. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. love that so much. Sort of like uh like Hallmark Channel does like the countdown to Christmas with the yes. the thing, like the yes. whatever that actuator is yeah, yeah. it's called. The big like button, the big like frame. could you get something like that and like when your kid drops it down like this all these lights come on. Yeah. And it's like it's officially Christmas now. And he's the only one who gets to do yes, it. Yes. That's else the can rule. Do it. Nobody else gets to do yeah. it. That, he activates Christmas. That's our answer. Woo! That was pretty darn good. Yeah. Put that on a shirt. All right, last one. Last one. <laughs> All right. Wait, is this the one and a half questions? This is the one and a half questions. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. This is from Victoria. She says, What do you all think about holiday decor countdowns? Indoors and outdoors. I need excuses to buy more stuff. And the second part of that is do you guys listen to any other Christmas podcasts? Ooh. Well, we definitely love Christmas Time in the City. Such a great show. Oh. It's a great podcast if you're not Thank checking you so it much. out. Subscribe. Subscribe to our <laughs> yep. good buddy Chris Sisley's <laughs> podcast, Christmas Time in the City. Um, we've also we talked with, uh, who's the guy, Christmas Past? Brian Earl. Yeah, Christmas with, Past. Yeah. Christmas yeah. Past is uh, a great one. Yeah. There's some great podcasts that play like old-timey music and old-timey Christmas yeah. radio shows love that, that are really fun to just kind of put on in the background. Um, but yeah, what was the other part of the question? What do you all think about uh, holiday decor countdowns? Oh. Like indoors and outdoors, like favorite outdoor a, I mean, inflatable I feel like, or something. You know, we did a this or that that was like white lights yeah, versus, versus multicolored lights. lights. You know, we had that debate, real tree versus fake tree. I, you know, I, I don't know if I could pick like a favorite like type of decoration. decoration. I mean, you know... I will say inflatables would not be number one. No. For me, no. I have a love-hate relationship yes. with inflatables. Like, they're super easy, 
Because you plug them in, can get screwed up inflate, so quickly. They can get tears. Remember, my Santa fell yeah. off the roof because he got a tear. Yeah. Or if they're not designed well, like I have this Mickey and Minnie uh, that I put in my front yard, but because like the base is essentially like their legs, it's a yeah. very skinny base. Sure. So if the wind blows, they just go over. Here's a question for you, kind of on this topic. Yeah. What is your feeling on people that will leave their Christmas lights up? And I'm just talking like the trim of your roof. Okay. Not on. But they have them, they just leave them up year-round, and then when it's Christmas, they turn them on. What's your feeling on that? Oh, my goodness. I mean, to me, it's it's part of the experience. Is the putting is, them up. Is, is taking them down. Yeah, yeah. You know, putting them up, taking them down. Like, yeah. that is part of the experience. And frankly, like, for me, because my the trim around my house and up around, like, the rooftop is all white lights, I would be concerned about them getting super yellow. Sure. From sitting out in the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had imagined at some point the like the the cover on your wires is going to start to corrode a little yeah. bit from being exposed to the elements. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you know. For me, I I just can't do it. But I don't know if you remember, Eric. I shared with you that last Christmas in my backyard I hung Christmas lights for the first time. Yes. And I did them like I had those cafe lights yeah, going yeah. across my patio, and I strung multicolored lights, so sort of like a swooping pattern. Yeah. I never took them down. Yes. That's Never took the them spirit. down. That's the spirit. They, they sort of, and and the problem is, or not the problem, the awesome thing is, <laughs> is that they run into the same outlet as my cafe lights. So anytime I hit the remote, they're on. They're on. So it'd be too much of a hassle. It's just to too much of a down. hassle. They look great. They're perfectly spaced. So I don't. That's a great question. I mean, look to each their own. Maybe there's a yes. reason they didn't take them down. So sure. But to do a, a, a Christmas decorations countdown. What we'll to think about that? Yeah, that could be good, that could be super question. fun. Yeah, thank you, Victoria. These questions were all all Very great, good. but uh, I think it's it's almost time for our countdown. But before we get to that, I do want to talk about Hallmark Channel has movies coming out this week. Every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all countdown to Christmas. I love it. Yeah, do you want to tell them what what we got this weekend? We have uh, a new movie coming out as we get every single weekend. Yes. Uh, this movie coming out this weekend is called All Saints Christmas, which I am I'm really excited about. Uh, features uh, Ladisi, right? Um, the the musician, the singer, and what I love about Hallmark Channel movies, and I feel like I'm seeing this a lot this season, is the music element. Yeah, as you were chatting about earlier, you know, you love Christmas music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Christmas music. You could do a top fifty Christmas songs and be perfectly happy. And this this year with Hallmark Channel Christmas movies, there's a lot of music elements yeah. uh, involved. I think you know, music and Christmas are so synonymous, and and Hallmark is so famous for bringing in actual musicians. Yeah artists to be in their movies and all saints christmas with ladisi is a perfect example of that so it's not somebody lip-syncing right you're getting a great movie you're the actual singer plus you're getting a great musical performance on and, top of it and if you're joined in our fantasy league oh. there are points for breaking out into song oh yeah so uh, a few of the movies that we've already watched have gotten points in that category so yes. i think all saints christmas has a good chance of uh, that happening. I'm feeling feeling really good about it. I don't think either one of us selected it no. as one of our movies. I but... did select Lights Camera Christmas, right. which is going to come out on Saturday, um, which I'm very excited about. Are you nervous uh, for, for this weekend? Because this is your first team that's going to be playing. This is my, first, yes, gonna be my first team that's played. The preseason is over. Now we're in week one. There's no no benching <laughs> of anybody. No back now. We got to have all our starters in the game, and I think that Lights Camera Christmas is gonna score me some huge points. I'm I'm excited to find out. You know, I feel like my my two movies that come out of the gates are really strong. With We Wish You a Merry Christmas was so good. 
put a good movie, funny alpacas. Yeah. Who saw that yes, coming? So I didn't. Cute. Uh, and then, you know, Jolly Good Christmas was another great one where we got yeah. to see the love story between David and Angie unfolding. Uh, super, super fun. And now, you know, the fun continues this weekend with three all new movies on Hallmark Channel at 8 p.m. 7 Central. Um, and, and check your local listings, I will say, because I realized when I first weekend of Countdown to Christmas, yep. when I was looking at what time the movies were playing, I actually get the East Coast feed for some reason yeah. on my provider. So I had to set my DVR to make early. sure that I got those movies that came on at five o'clock yeah. rather than eight o'clock. So I really you know, highly suggest you guys check your listings. There's so many great movies. You know, Speaking of, of music, I know coming down the pike, They've got the, the the holiday spectacular. Yeah, that's the oh one with Radio gosh. City. That's I'm so excited for that one. Oh did you gosh. hear what Hallmark did to celebrate that particular movie, dude? So while if I don't know if you people saw this, but uh, a few weeks ago when this is airing, so it'll be a few weeks ago, would have been the day before the countdown to Christmas. There when they really roll out all their movies, right? And they had a double decker bus driving around Manhattan so that cool. was completely encapsulated in a crocheted like Christmas sweater, uh, which is awesome, spreading awareness about countdown to Christmas. Yeah. And then they premiered the movie. Uh, what is it called? It's um, it's holiday spectacular. Holiday spectacular, and it had. Part of the plot deals with Radio City Rockettes, and they did stuff. They premiered it at Radio City, and they had a bunch of their so cast cool. and people from Hallmark and all other Hallmark movies celebrating it, and it looked awesome. The Rockettes were there. Yes. They, somebody told me they had something like 50 former Rockettes were also there sort really? of celebrating it. Yeah. Dude, if only we were based in New York, oh, we might have got the nod. Maybe next time. But we live vicariously through Hallmark yes. Channel's Instagram page. And if you're not following Hallmark Channel, please make sure you do so. They are at Hallmark Channel uh, on Instagram. They're just sharing so much fun content, and it's going to be coming hot and heavy you know, yeah. for the next uh, couple months. That being said... I think we should get into the countdown. I think we should get into the countdown. Because this is a good one. I'm this so ready. So, so ready. Let me, let me sit up straight yeah. as Chris hits us with that yeah, sweet beat. You know what that sound means, folks. When you hear those timpani, that means it is time for the countdown to begin. Yes. And today we have got such a great countdown. Mm. One of my favorites. Because A, it includes music. Yep. I love music. B, it includes us hopefully bringing some new songs to the listeners and totally. introducing you to some uh, new stuff. So, And I love to do that. So today we're talking about our top five, only top five. Yep. Unless you're in Patreon, then you can get 10 through 6. Top five <laughs> uh, favorite Christmas songs that we've recently fallen in love with. Mm. So these are not songs that we've heard for years and have a nostalgic feeling. These are new songs or old songs that we've never heard before. Right. Most of mine are new, but I don't know what you're... We'll see what how the list No spoilies. We'll no, no spoilies. No spoilies. Um, all right. But I think we should begin. Yep. All right. My number five selection is... An artist I had never heard of at all, but what I did is I went on Spotify and I was searching new Christmas music and I was trying to find albums that had been recently released in the last couple of years. And I found this uh, artist named Salem Elise. Ooh. Elise is spelled I-L-E-S-E. -E. Salem Elise. Okay. Uh, she had a, kind of a big pop song. She's only 23. She's like a young kid. Okay. Um, born in 1999. Doesn't that make you feel so old? No, I Oh nah, my I god! Because you're young, you're I'm like cool, yeah. bro. I'm cool, bro. <laughs> Chilling over here, yacht, bopping, bangers, whatever. <laughs> um, uh, so Salem Elise has two Christmas songs. I was hoping after hearing these songs that they were part of a full album, mm. but from what I can tell, that's only these two songs. So I only picked one, but I will mention the other one so you can 
You'll see how I'll okay. slip in as many oh, extra things as I can. Okay, started. here we go. Right. So, uh, Chris, can you play? The first song is going to be Thank You Note. And uh, here's a little snippet of it. I deserve a thank you note for giving you my presence all year long. I deserve giving a you my presence all year long. <laughs> That's the only present that I want. Honey, all I need beneath the tree is a letter made from you to me. Just a thank you note, baby. Hmm. So yeah, that's the first one, which is Thank You Note. The other one, we won't play it, but you sh- if you liked that, the other song is very similar. Okay. And that one's called Merry Christmas, but it's spelled M-A-R-R-Y. Ooh. And the song is about how she wants to marry Christmas. <laughs> she wants to like get married to Christmas so that she can just be cheerful all, all of her life. amazing. So th- this artist, Salem Elise, very fun, very catchy. Uh, obviously, we appreciate good puns. Totally. So check out "Thank You Note" by Salem Elise. Oh my gosh, that that was good. It had a little bit of a kind of a little bit of a Megan Trainer totally, sort totally. of vibe, Kelly to, Clarkson kind of vibe. Yeah. Which tracks for you? Yes, absolutely. And if her if her voice had been a little bit more high pitched, it would have been Sia. Yes, yes. Like I I wonder if that song was pitched to Sia as well. Yeah, it had. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna do it. I was gonna Candy do it. Candy thank you note. Um, anyway, that that was a great way to to kick it off. I never heard of that artist yeah. uh, before, which is the fun part about our show and, and these countdowns specifically is that we get to introduce ourselves, each other, the fans to to these people that maybe they never heard of before. Yeah. And uh, my number five selection is an artist that I think. A lot of people maybe hadn't heard of before I shared a song from him on our top 10 modern songs okay. uh, last season. And that artist is Mark Broussard. Oh, love Yes. So he had this song that, that I shared uh, last season, which was on... I didn't Such even, a great song. Dude, like, like just rip your heart out yes. and give you all the feels. It was called When Christmas Comes Along. Oh. And it's like if you f- haven't heard that song, go back and listen oh, to that. First. It is so, so good. Um, it's just like it's cheesy... But, but so it's just like if you're a parent, yeah. oh my gosh, it just it just sings to your heart. Um, so of course I went back to that album because I realized I hadn't listened to all of the songs sure. on that album, and I found this song. It's the last track on on the album, and I feel like sometimes last tracks don't always get love, sure. you know, because you you usually front load with the hits, sure. but oftentimes you can find these hidden gems, these diamonds in the Christmas rough, as it were. And the song that I have found is called Almost Christmas. Uh, and Chris, if you can pull up uh, that song, Almost Christmas by Mark Broussard, I'd love to play a little bit of uh, a little bit of that for everybody right now. Run on these roads all these days. <laughs> By the time this year comes around, I just want to get home. Orleans to New York City I never know where I'll be From way up here The world looks so pretty That ain't the pretty I need Well they say be 
makes my heart grow fonder. It just makes me wanna cry. Please take me home, 'cause it's almost Christmas. I've been alone far too long. I mean, that is the the soul in there. Like I, I have yes. goosebumps. Like yes. I feel like I have goosebumps on my head. Yes. Right now. Do you ever get that feeling where like it's well, not you just get, your arms? You get tingly, everywhere. tingly yeah. everywhere. It's just his, his the soul in his voice. You know, I, I love an artist. We've talked about this before. Who can paint a picture mm-hmm. with the lyrics of their song, and when the voice and the yes. music and the lyrics come together, like you know, I, what I've realized, like going through this this list. Is an evolution of self. Like, you know, I talked about on our, uh, you know, top destinations, my number one ended up becoming home. Right. Which was sort of like a realization yeah. in the moment of evolution of self of like, home's where I want to be. I love London. I love that vibe. But like, what's become most important really to me is home. And that's what this song yeah. is about. It's like, yeah, I've traveled from New Orleans to New York and I've seen the world, but like, it's almost Christmas and the place I want to be is home. And that just got me. What's interesting is a lot of my songs also deal with that feeling. Really? Yes. Wow. Which I think is a big thing. Frankly, I'm just realizing this right now, but these are probably a lot of more modern songs. Yep. And if you think about how mo- many people in America live nowadays, people do move away from their hometowns and they there's traveling for work and people are more spread out. And so I think people really are craving that physically getting home to where they grew up or at least being with family. Totally. Um, all right, that was great. I love that selection, and I will be listening to that uh, very shortly, as soon as we're done recording. Um, all right, my number four song is really good. This is a band I never heard of. I never heard this song. I think they wrote this song. Uh, it's called This Christmas. The band is called Oh Wonder. Hmm. They are an English, London-based alt-pop duo consisting of Anthony Vander West okay. and Josephine Vander West. They are since... I, I think they started as just two people, but now they're married, uh, which is fun. And they're, it seems like they're pretty popular. Uh, I never heard of them, but they, looking at other places they've performed, they're no slouches. Yeah. Um, but this song, This Christmas, let's listen to it, and then uh, we'll kind of talk about it. Love it. Hashtag sad Christmas. Oh. First one of the season. (laughs) There's a million faces smiling in the streets. Good harmony. And a quiet home sing winter melodies. Seems funny how the season brings the tears. And I'm longing for the snow to disappear. Hey now. Christmas 
Isn't that great? Oh, so first of all, I love the harmonies. Yeah, I love that male and female vocal harmonies. Yep, and it's got that kind of like wispy, kind of almost totally. haunting kind of sound to it. And it got great piano. And then I love the sentiment of the song that like while I love all of the things about Christmas, the yep. lights, the presents, the you know food, all those things that we celebrate on this podcast. Yep, none of it. I'm gonna get sappy here. None of it matters if you don't have the people that you love. It's totally true, you know? Totally so, true. Aw. Before I start crying. Okay, moving uh, on. <laughs> I think I, looking out at your mom and dad, I feel like they're very proud of their son, you know? Thanks, Mom. In this moment. Thanks, Thanks Mom, for raising me to be in touch with my emotions. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I said it with the yeah. accent again. <laughs> See, this is what we do. We're like, oh, we're going to cry. Let's make Push a joke. Push emotion away. Push emotion Push away. away. Crack jokes. Uh, all right, that that was a great song. It, yeah. you know, we're really coming out of the gates with with the heart. Yeah, I'm loving it. Um, well, my next song is not going to be so much leaning in to the heart. Okay. We'll lighten things up a little sure. bit here, and I'm calling an audible because I forgot about this song. Mm-hmm. I was looking back at like my list, that, like my pre-list. Sure, and I must have scrolled over it while I was putting together my top five that we have here in the studio. So my number four, speaking of Sia, yes, speaking of accents. It's a song by Sia called Santa's Coming for Us. I don't know if I've heard this one. Well, let's play a little bit of it. Chris, can you hit uh, Santa's Coming for Us by Sia? Nights are getting short and our hearts are clear. Fills the air and Christmas cheered us too. Pick him out your Christmas tree so lovely. The joy this time it brings to I have heard this one. I love this song. It just it's got a cool like good. reggae kind of feel to it. Totally, and you don't know what's coming when she's singing the you opening. You can't see part. it coming. Hey, boom! Jingle, jingle. There it was. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, the more Sia music I listen to, the you're more... a Sia super fan. I think. I, I I didn't see it coming, as ah. you were saying. Um, so I I'm gonna I'm gonna Sia that one. Uh, that was really bad. I was like, I was trying to, you know, like Michael Scott. Yeah. To what he's like, try to come up with a pun, yeah. and they're all like sitting there, like looking at him, You're and he's there. like, uh, that's how I felt in that moment. Which is why you are the improv actor yeah. in this outfit, and I am the producer. We're doing great. Together. Uh, but great I just, I, I love, uh, love Sia's vibe. You know, getting exposed to Candy Cane Lane. Last year, and I was like, my gosh, I love this vibe. And then you had another, was it Mr. Snowman or Snowman? Yes, Was on your modern uh, list. And so I was like, I got to go back and and deep deep dive into some Sia and found that song. And and here we are. And that's uh, my number four. I love that. Um, All right. My number three. We're already to three. Oh, my gosh. This is crazy. All right. This is uh, a band called We the Kingdom. Okay. Uh, which I believe is kind of like a Christian rock band, sort of. Okay. But this song is called Still Can't Sleep on Christmas. Mm. It's great. I had not heard this song until a few days ago, frankly. Really? But uh, once I heard it, I loved it. It has, if I'm remembering it correctly, it has a great key change near the end. But let's just play some of it, uh, and uh, you can see what I'm talking about. 
Okay. A little jazzy at the top. Great lyrics. For as long as I remember, I look forward to this day throughout the year. Snow is falling all around us, like our own wide world inside a globe. Snowman in the yard, hot chocolate on the stove, and everywhere the Christmas lights are glow. It's Christmas time, it's magical. Oh, you love this I don't I don't love like so much right now. So, I mean, the strings, strings. It gets, You're gonna it cut gets it out right really there. good. Oh, it gets God. really, really good. This is definitely a tune to check out. Yeah. Uh, we the Kingdom, and the song is called Still Can't Sleep on Christmas. And I also have to give a special shout out to the album artwork on that song. Okay. It just is, uh, I like the aesthetic of it. It's kind of got a 70s album cover look to it. Oh, I gotta check that yeah. out. So, so good. Okay. So, number three for me is coming from an artist that Eric introduced me to. Mm. Last year, I had not heard any music by J.D. McPherson yes. until you introduced us to Socks uh, last season. Well, J.D. dropped this like two-song album in, I think it was 2019. Let me yeah. look that up real quick. Socks came out in 2018, which right. was the album you introduced us to uh, last season. Well, in 2019, uh, J.D. released an album that only had two songs on it. And I think one of EP. them, a short EP, yeah. if you will. Uh, an amuse-bouche. An amuse-bouche of music. If, if you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> I don't know, why, why am I a New Yorker? Like, New Yorker. Hey, you want an amuse-bouche? I'll give you some provolone. Uh, <laughs> provolone is an amuse-bouche? <laughs> if that's... Uh, <laughs> I can picture that like some Italian restaurant. They're like, You want some amuse-bouche? You get a, a some provolone <laughs> and some prosciutto. Oh my gosh. All the Italians hate me now. I am so sorry. Uh, just call me Danny Giordano right, from now that's on. That's right. Anyway, so in 2019, JD released a, a really short two-song album. One of the songs I think was on Socks. It was called Holly, Carol, Candy, and Joy. Yeah. Um, but there was another song on it called Red Bows for a Blue Girl. And I found this song a couple months ago, and I am just jamming out to this song all the time. My kids have fallen in love with it. It just, it, it's blues rock at its finest. Uh, let's play a little bit of Red Bows for a Blue Girl by J.D. McPherson. Doesn't it just feel like the prime era of like blues rock yes. of like everybody in the studios a part of the song? They're all good. The stand-up yeah. bass players like ho 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 ho. Yes. Just probably spinning it around, yeah. you know, boom boom boom. Like it just, I love They're that. They're wearing vibe. zoot suits or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Zoot suit right, baby, all yeah. day long. But yeah, it's such a good, good vibe. And I'm so glad that you introduced us to JD McPherson. Uh love his music so so much. And that song, like I 
there was a day where I probably listened to it like 10 times in a row. I love that. Like I just put it on repeat because my daughter, you know, she doesn't care. Sure. Like once she finds a song or we find a song we like, She's like, you know, Alexa, please yeah. repeat the song. Yeah. And that's that's one of those songs that, that we do that with. I love that. So we need I to listen to more of J.D. McPherson's non-Christmas music. Right. <laughs> we're such huge fans of his Christmas music. I wonder uh, how we'd feel about his regular music. I wonder how he'd feel about coming on the show. Yeah. Well, J.D. McPherson, if you're listening, yeah. please come and, come and teach us the ways of socks. We've got a screen that we can put you on. Right. Right if you next if to you're, us. Here. If you don't want to come to us, yes. we can bring you We will right bring here. you to us. That's right. All right. My number two... This is another new song that I just heard a few days ago, but I heard it and I like almost started crying as soon as I heard it because I was just really? like, this is great. The artist is Zach Williams. I'd never heard of him. Uh, the song is called I Don't Want Christmas to End. When I heard this song, I'll tell you, Danny, before we hear it, I instantly, my first thought was this should be like the theme music to our, we already have theme music right. that's, you know, royalty free, but... <laughs> but this song, when you hear it, it just sounds like the vibe of our show yeah. and and the feelings that I know that you and I both feel about not wanting Christmas to end. Yep. We'll listen to a, a, maybe a little bit longer chunk of this one because it's really, really good. I think you'll like Do it. Do I need tissues? No, I think you're just going to like it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like he's got such a cool, almost like a Donny Hathaway kind of yeah. vibe, a, like great like soul singers of the seventies. Totally, but it also has like great lyrics about like I don't want to take down the tree. You can leave the wrapping paper on the floor. I just thought it was like, man, this is such. This guy is thinking exactly how Danny and I think. Oh my so gosh! Yeah, it just felt like a song. You know when we should use it is when we're doing our final episode of season two, and we're like wrapping up all the best things about christmas and we can just like have that playing on the oh that'd be great yeah. that'd be great and then we'll get uh spotify will email us yeah. and say uh <laughs> do you long. have the rights to this song <laughs> uh that that sort of reminds me of the you know the question that bob asked yeah. earlier in the episode yeah. about like keeping that feeling of, alive, of christmas yeah. alive what a great song uh i love that these are all like Brand new artists yeah. to you that you yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. Um, all right. So this next one is from an artist that I've known for a long time. But in our recent episode where we talked about top 10 Christmas albums, I didn't know a ton of like holiday music uh, by Louis Armstrong 
and uh, an Ella Fitzgerald. Ella Fitzgerald yeah. Right. So, but one of the songs, you know, you and I have been chatting for a while about what we want to do season two. And one of the, the theme ideas that I really latched onto earlier was like songs that I've recently fallen in love with or recently discovered. This song is is one that I know we chatted about in our top ten albums, uh, but I want to I want to shine a light on this song because I just once I heard it I was like I am so in love with this song. The song is called "Cool Yule" mm-hmm. by Louis Armstrong. So let's listen to a little bit of that, Chris, please, and then we'll we'll talk about it uh, on the backside. Sunset strip. Somebody's gonna make a happy trip tonight. While the moon <laughs> just is bright. <laughs> He's oh, gonna yeah, have a bag yeah. of crazy toys. To give the corners of the girls and boys so day. Santa comes on day. Come a calling when the snow's the most. When all your cats are sleeping warm as toast. And you gonna flip with old Saint Nick. Raise a lick on a peppermint stick. You come a flying from a higher place. You fill the stocking by the fireplace. So you, ever you, that's good. I mean, that is so it slaps. good. It totally slaps. Yep. But like literally slaps. Like oh my gosh, yeah. I, that that gave me like stank face. Right. Where like when you're hearing like a band that's just so good that you're like oh shut oh. They had some of those hits with those trombones yep. and the trumpets that were so slick. That was great. <laughs> that's so good. And they just like they're blatting blatting right in your yeah. face. I just love love that song so so much. It puts me in such a good mood. Yeah. And and Louis sounds so great on it as well. Like I remember, like I, I feel like I'd heard that song before in life, but like it was just never one of those that like sticks in your like it just wasn't one of those ones that I went to on playlists. Sure, you know, like rocking around the Christmas tree and and uh, you know Bobby Helms and all these sort of things like that that stick out in your mind. This one, once it ca- it came on, I think randomly on on Amazon sure. one day on Alexa, and I was just like, okay. Need that song in my life. Yeah. And here we are chatting about it, and that's why it's my number two. I love that. Great selection. Great. Absolutely great. Um, all right. My number one is another one, uh, a new person I, I never heard really? of before. Um, I just, w- again, I went on to Spotify and I just searched new Christmas music. Mm. So it was a, I just found a bunch of stuff that was new. Uh, this is from an artist named Matthew West. Okay. And the song is called We Need Christmas. Okay. And again, I just thought the sentiment of it was right in the pocket of how I've been feeling. Um, And I loved the way that he sang, and I liked the whole vibe once it really kicks in. Uh, So let's listen to uh, a little bit of We Need Christmas by Matthew West. Lights that twinkle red and green Charlie Brown on the TV screen Hugs from friends and family that's what we need right now zipping up a winter coat truck tires on a snowy road that's the sound of coming home and that's what we need right now this world could use a little healing and our hearts could show you something to believe in 
Singing carols in the living room That's grandma's favorite thing to do And grandpa reads Luke chapter 2 That's what it's all about It's a red salvation army camp It's reaching out a helping hand And looking after our fellow man That's what we need right now Goodness. Isn't that great? Yes. Like it again. I love the sentiment of it. He's got a great voice. Totally. And I love the kind of slow build to it. I love the the production of it is great. Like his voice is so crystal yep. clear. I always I always love when you can hear the singer so much clearer than the band. And it's not that I don't like the band, but so often I think that when they mix things they're like well we got to give everybody equal whereas as a listener if there's lyrics you want to hear the lyrics you know most of all but i just thought uh matthew west we need christmas new song that i've recently fallen in love with that uh i i'm assuming you will love and we'll be listening to uh, after we're done recording yes i feel like we need to immediately jump on spotify after we are done here today and create a new playlist yeah that features these songs and then maybe the Patreon ones yeah, as well. Yeah, probably. I think we should drop those really in good. there. And look, I mean, before we wrap up this episode, you've heard nine songs that are pretty, pretty strong, yes. pretty strong. Most of which you've probably never heard before. Yeah. So odds are our like six through ten are going to be also in a similar fire. pocket. So you're going to want to get on Patreon. You can just go to patreon.com, search Christmas Countdown. Uh, that'll get you access. Or if you are listening on Spotify, we now have a subscription option yeah. where you can just subscribe to us on Spotify. You're going to get all of our bonus episodes, which will be 10 episodes uh, You know, over the next few weeks, more than a few weeks, over yeah. the next couple months, yeah. uh, which basically works out to a dollar per episode, which is pretty good. Yeah. So anyway... Uh, let's get to my number one. And and this song is by an artist that I hadn't listened to a ton until probably, I would say, about five, six months ago. And I discovered his music. I can't remember where I first heard his music, but he's just such a positive person. And he sings about real things in life, real emotions, uh, <clears throat> things that so many of us go through and, and so many of us have gone through you know, over the last couple years. And I think for me, you know, when I was finding myself in a place where I just didn't feel like my best self, where I was, you know, struggling with, you know, you know, mental health stuff to be fully transparent. A lot of his songs, uh, the lyrics really connected with me and then really, really lifted me up. Um, And this song, I wanted to pick this one because in season one, uh, I sort of went hard on Thanksgiving. Sure. And I was like, Thanksgiving is like the toll you have to pay. Yeah. To, to get, get to, to Christmas. Get. And I've realized, listening to this song, listening to my heart, to myself, that Thanksgiving means a lot more to me than I think I was willing to admit. 
Sure. And maybe I went, I was a little too hard on Thanksgiving last sure. year and had maybe lost my connection with, <laughs> with, with that holiday. And, and to me, like Thanksgiving is a part of the season. Yeah. I think Thanksgiving and Christmas in a lot of ways, they're all connected. Uh, all connected. Yeah. It's about family. It's about togetherness. And this song is, is a very special song and it is called The Thanksgiving Song by Ben Rector. Uh, ben Rector, if you don't know him, please look him up. He's got some incredible non-Christmas songs like Brand New is, is you know, and Dream On. Those are two great songs. Um, but this song is called The Thanksgiving Song. And uh, Chris, can you play us a little bit of that by Ben Rector? Familiar highway Line with leaves turn brown Making my way Back into my hometown Funny how this all looks different But it feels the same Like how life never stops changing But some things never change So fill your plate and fill your drink And fill this house with family The kind of love that all these years can't wash away the older that I get, I see the life short and bittersweet. Thank God for this Thanksgiving day. Watching football, watching families grow. The old kids' table, all have kids of their own. Starting to see my grandfather in my nephew's eyes Mom still can't talk about him and I'd almost cry So fill your plate and fill your drink And fill this house with family The kind of love a thousand miles can't wash away Cause the older that I get I see life short and bittersweet Thank God for this Thanksgiving Put your dishes in the kitchen sink and let the leftover you just wash away. As we made it through, I do believe the longest year in history. Thank God that it's Thanksgiving Day. Mm. Yeah. Woo! I'm not crying, you're crying. <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying, oh, dude. Every time I listen to this song, like, I don't, I don't get sad. No. It's just like th that, that line. That's real. Like the, the line about like in my granddad and my oh, my nephew's eyes. Like that, that one just wipes you out. The type of love a thousand miles can't wash away, and it reminded me of why I love Thanksgiving so much. It is those moments you steal away. And maybe that's why Thanksgiving is so special. And I think it is a part of the holiday season. I, and I don't think we should be in such a rush to get to Christmas that, as I've been guilty of in the past, that I miss this opportunity. Because how great it is, because Christmas, you can miss 
the moments of family because of the gifts and all the other, sure. you know, stuff that you have to do. But Thanksgiving is like, it's food and family. That's it. And football. And football, of course. <laughs> uh, so take those moments as, as we get, you know, now that we're past Halloween and uh, we're, you know, we're rocketing towards, you know, Christmas. But first, rather than paying the toll. Or gladly pay the toll. Gladly pay the toll and slow down. Talk to the toll booth operator for a minute. Talk to the toll minute. booth operator. How Say, are you can doing? I, can I stay a while? <laughs> can I stay here for a minute? Do you mind if I stay here in Thanksgiving? I know there's a thousand cars behind me, but I'm just going to sit and chat with you. I want to sit in Thanksgiving bit. for a little bit, and I would encourage all of you to do that this season. I think it'll prepare our hearts uh, and minds for a really great Christmas season. Absolutely. As well. I think that we've come up with a pretty solid list here of great music. Um, but that is the end. We've it reached the, the end, end of this episode. So thank you all for listening to episode six of season two. Uh, just a reminder, it is only 52 days until Christmas. Woo! So hopefully you're listening to this kind of music. You're getting prepared. Yep. All these episodes, we're just prepping you. We're prepping you. We're getting you ready. Um, but uh, thank you so much for listening to us. Make sure you follow us on all the socials, rate and review. Check out the Patreon. Again, if you want to hear 10 through 6, which are also bangers, make sure you check that out. But we're going to end this one. And as we say on every episode of the Christmas Countdown Show, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. We'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>